Is anyone there? Somebody, help me, please. actually not so bad. Yo, welcome, welcome. Welcome back. I appreciate y'all tuning in. I know it's been a minute. Thank you for listening to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast. My name is Brandon Anderson, and I'm really excited to vent to you guys today. Um, But before we get to that, if you guys appreciate this content, be sure to leave a rating or review on whatever platform you're listening on. It really helps to support this podcast. So thank you in advance if you do. So I was coming up with the outline for this podcast episode. And now that I'm recording, honestly, I feel like maybe doing this might have been like the outlet that I needed to kind of open up these dense energetic blockages that I've been having recently. Um, The last time y'all heard from me on the podcast, I told you guys that I was taking a little break for some self-care, preventative maintenance. And I'll be honest, I really felt uninspired. I felt ungrounded. I found myself complaining a lot, judging people, and I just felt disconnected spiritually. I wasn't meditating every morning like I used to. And right now, I even, I feel like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, (laughs) sometimes with the podcast and my life and my relationships, I mean, honestly, none of us really know what the hell is going on in our lives and what's next. But, you know, I'm a cancer. So when I get in these moments, sometimes I like to retreat and just go inside. And it can be a really lonely and dense place to be when life isn't going the way that you plan. But I have a wife, a beautiful wife and an amazing son that I have to be emotionally available for. So it can get hard sometimes. Um, I just wanted to share some happenings the last couple weeks in hopes that someone who feels this way can just feel a little more peace, a little more clarity, okay? This week, earlier this week, I had an opportunity to go on a business trip and to make a really good amount of money for my family and help us get closer to our goals. And this was something that I was helping prepare for and putting a lot of energy into for a while, but unfortunately, it fell through last minute. And obviously, I've had worse things happen to me. And I know there's people out there who are dying or trying to flee to other countries to save their life and shit. Like, I get all that. But even in our privileged failures and setbacks, it can hurt and it can bring us down mentally and physically and spiritually. Life, obviously, is about moving on from failures. But it can be difficult for anybody to put one foot back in front of the other after you experience a lot of consecutive unfortunate occurrences in a short amount of time now before I say this for my ladies I don't want to take away anything from women because I know y'all can do it all through it all I've seen that every day for my wife I mean she just kills it but for men sometimes in this society especially when it comes to finances it can be tough because we want to be the breadwinners and shower our families with riches and like that mindset still exists even though I feel like the tide is changing when it comes to the way the male and female role in a relationship is perceived. Now, I don't teach my son to value material things, even though he has everything he needs. But 
you know, I want I want to take my kid to travel every weekend or, you know, I want him to have a new PlayStation with all the games, right? Like, who don't want their kids to have access to some of the things, at least, that they want? And there's nothing wrong with that either. So, you know, now that kind of puts me back in this dense state again after having that letdown. Like, what's next? What do I do? What do I start so that I can create my own thing to build the life I want for my family and I? And then sometimes I feel resentment towards myself because being spiritual, you try to approach every situation from a viewpoint of integrity. So, for example, last week, my family and I went out to eat and I left my wallet on the table at a restaurant. So when I call back, they said they said it's not there. I drive back to look in the booth and it's nowhere to be found. And of course, I had like $80 worth of cash in there and it's gone now. And really, the only thing I can do is just pray that the other person really needed it. You know, I didn't want to get too negative about it. So as we're driving back home, I'm canceling old debit and credit cards and getting new ones sent out. And that feeling of resentment started to come up. Every wallet or item that I found that's returnable, I've done so to the best of my ability sometimes even in person I've done it without a thank you and this moment actually came to mind why I started feeling that way I remember I was doing some motocross training in Santa Barbara in California and I found a wallet on the street and if you don't know about Santa Barbara uh, people got big money that live out there I found this wallet and this dude had two Amex cards a third Amex for a business Definitely had a lot of cash in there. I don't remember how much, but the address on the ID was five miles away from the Airbnb that we stayed in. So I decided to just jog to their house because I was going to go for a run or something anyway. And I remember thinking on that run about how some people would have just taken that money. And a part of me wanted to, right? Like, especially considering when I looked out how baller this dude's house was, like, on a steep hillside facing the Pacific Ocean in Santa Barbara. You know, he wouldn't have missed it, but that karma thing always plays in my head. So I get to the door, I knock on this big wooden door, and a woman opens it. Then I asked her if she knew the gentleman. Uh, You know, I said his name. And she said she was his wife. And I told her that I found his wallet on the street and I wanted to return it. The wife literally took the wallet with no thanks or no acknowledgement. She showed no emotion that entire time. It was just like a quick wave, and then she shut the door. And I I just couldn't believe it. And you know, I'm one of those really sensitive people, so (laughs) it makes me feel like, why the hell did I even come up here and do this? Like, it ruined my whole day. Because when someone does something like that for me, I extend so much gratitude. You know, I'm so grateful for that. And y'all, I'm not bragging. But for context, like literally I'm out here every day trying to do the little things with intention. Like I compliment and help strangers whenever I can. I give when I can. I'm picking up trash. I'm saving fucking bugs. Like, man, you you couldn't find me near an ant when I was a kid. Like literally that's what I do on the daily though because it makes me feel good that I have the ability to make this world better for another living being, not just a human. And I'm extremely mindful about the vibrations that I put out in the universe, you know, because I want those to come back. And then when you have a series of like minor happenings that don't seem as if they're lining up with your highest good, it can make you feel like, you know, 
what the fuck is up with this karma thing? Like, when does it kick in? And for some people, especially the ones who came from tough neighborhoods, it makes might make them want to go back to things they might have done before to survive that didn't line up with their new ethics. Like, you know, me wanting to keep that wallet or you might want to resort back to old negative habit habits even or like thought patterns when you get into these situations where bad news keeps coming up. And obviously we don't want that. I do have a story I want to tell you about a celebrity that really provided some perspective about the things I was feeling at the time. Uh, but first, we're going to show some love to our sponsor, and then we'll be right back. So, a few weeks ago, I watched a documentary on the life story of one Christopher Wallace, a.k.a. the Notorious B.I.G., a.k.a. Biggie Smalls, growing up listening to hip-hop. It made me do a little more digging on his story. And if you don't know him, he sold drugs when he was a young man, but utilized his love for R&B music to learn to rap. So he's basically, if you don't know nothing about hip hop, he's on the Mount Rushmore of hip hop pretty much. However, he is now deceased, unfortunately. But when he was coming up in the rap game, he linked up with this gentleman named Sean Combs, who's better known as Diddy or Puff at the time. And they put out this single called Party and Bullshit, which, I mean, that's my jam. It created huge waves in hip-hop as well as the music industry. And, I mean, this song is still a banger and opened up a lot of doors, in my opinion. And they were in the process of creating an album. And it turned out that Uptown, the record label that Diddy worked for, didn't want to put the album out due to the content being really raw and uncensored. And Diddy ended up getting fired as well. So when all that fell through, Christopher felt like he had to go back to doing what he had to do to survive and care for his mom, who also had cancer, you know, and that was selling drugs. So he was going through it while he was trying to chase his dreams. Now, as much as he didn't want to, he ended up going to North Carolina to try to sell. uh, But eventually he got a call from Diddy that went something along the lines of, I'm working on making this happen for us, but you got to be in 100%. You know, you can't be part-time rapper, full-time drug dealer. You got to make a choice. Diddy saw that effort. He saw that focus that Christopher had when he was making that album. And even though all the things he had going on in his life were pressing him, you know, his mom has cancer, medical bills, putting food on the table, even selling drugs in New York would seem like, a pretty stressful occupation at times, you know, and in his music, he spoke about ending his life even. And that's when Christopher took that leap of faith and put his all into his music and ended up being one of the greatest rappers to exist on this earth. And as raw as his music was, he was one of the first to be vulnerable in the way that he was. And that was important, especially in the rap game, because it's such a macho and emotionless industry Uh, And especially at that time it was. So he just left a stamp on this world and affected so many lives on a positive trajectory by being true to himself. None of us want to be who we know we aren't. And, you know, I know I don't want to fight anyone or be violent, even though people might continue to make me feel that way. Or I know I didn't want to take the money out of that wallet, even though I felt like that. When we go through blow after blow, It's just sharpening your iron, but you have to be aware of that while being all in on yourself and who you know you are. And that shit is hard, man. 
But no matter what bullshit is being thrown at you, you just have to keep swimming through it, observe it for what it is, and use the information that you learn to create a better outcome in the future. And a better outcome could mean being more mindful to make a better decision. Or it could just mean letting the shit go, whatever it is. And as many times that frustrating situations have happened in my young life, I always forget that the present situation is setting you up to be able to get a better grasp on another situation in the future. No matter how the current situation feels to you, it's always setting you up. But you got to be the one to see it that way. So at this moment, I'm letting go of this resentment that I've had the last couple weeks. I am freeing myself from it. And I'm going to just continue to be the person that I choose to be from a spiritual and moral standpoint. And I hope that anyone listening who feels like they just keep getting shit on, I hope you start looking from a different perspective. Can you do something to change these situations? And if you can't, can you change or limit the energy that you're giving to this situation? Are you going on Facebook and complaining about everything that happens every day? Or even at work, are you complaining and and crying about everything that happens every day? If so, you're going to see the world like that because that's what you're putting out. Just keep swimming towards the things that make you feel good and you just got to ignore the gators and ignore the sharks and just keep pushing through. And it's truly about where you put your focus, all right? So, I appreciate you guys hopping on here, giving me your time. Like I always say, there's nothing more valuable than time that you can give to someone. So I'm extremely grateful for you listening. Be sure to share, subscribe, rate, review. It helps support and grow this podcast. Stay tuned for next week, guys. I'm super excited to give a little insight on crystals and ways that I use them to help me throughout my life. So again, I appreciate y'all listening and I'll talk to y'all next week.